Yasas. Welcome to Greek Like Me, the podcast for Greeks, Hellenophiles, and anybody else who wants to wander in. I'm your host, Pamela Diodes Wood. Email us at stealthgreek at gmail.com to share comments, questions, and stories about Greeks, Greekness, or your own ethnic background. Growing up, my family always celebrated two Easter's. American Easter, and I swear this is what we called it as kids, and Greek Easter, or as Ma called it, real Easter. American Easter was also known as Dad's Easter because Dad wasn't Greek like us, unfortunately for him. American Easter meant Grandma and Grandpa Wood came over along with two of Dad's brothers, Grandpa's sister, his brother Robert who lived with us, and Grandma's sister. Everybody said Happy Easter and brought pots of tulips or tins of cookies. It meant the Easter Bunny and baskets of candy and an egg hunt in the backyard if the dog didn't find them first. And it meant if American Easter fell before Greek Easter, we broke the fast for a day or two and ate meat. It was a sacrifice we all made, so Dad wouldn't feel bad about losing the traditions he grew up with. Ma went all out, making ham or turkey with mashed potatoes and gravy, creamed onions, and that weird string bean casserole with the can of mushroom soup and canned fried onions on top, and lasagna. We had lasagna for every holiday because Ma grew up in an Italian black neighborhood. Everybody learned how to cook from somebody's nonna. Except for the lasagna, these were the kinds of foods Grandma made for Sunday dinners, and Ma obliged. Afterwards, we gorged on apple pie and cake and chocolate bunnies and jelly beans. Then it was Monday, and if American Easter fell before ours, it meant we went back to fasting until Greek Easter. Yes, I know Orthodox people who are not Greek. It is Orthodox Easter. But we grew up calling it Greek Easter, and I think it's funny. There is no bunny for Greek Easter, unless maybe you live in the countryside and that bunny is a side dish. We went to church late the night before and woke up Sunday morning ready to eat meat for breakfast. Yaya's and Ma's aunts and cousins, their kids, our godparents came, and the day was, it was more festive and rowdier. We didn't really miss the basket of chocolates. We'd crack the eggs and yell about Jesus being risen and maybe bawl out a few rounds of the hymn Christos Anesti. We cut the tsureki, starting with the piece for Jesus. Tsureki is a delicious Easter sweetbread that takes all day to make. Everybody in the room was making the sign of the cross repeatedly, except for Dad and Uncle Robert, the Americans. For dinner, there was a huge pot of lemony, avolemono soup. It even has lemon in the name followed by lamb and roasted potatoes, string beans cooked in tomato and onion, a Greeklish salad, meaning it had, it had lettuce in it, along with the cukes and peppers and tomatoes, olives, onion, feta. And lasagna, we had lasagna, and a couple of other meats, pork, beef, chicken. We'd been fasting for 40 days, minus one if American Easter came first. We'd bought candy half off on American Holy Monday to go with the kurlake, viplas, walnut cake, and melomakarana. If the Easter's fell on the same day, we had a packed house as East met West at my mother's dining room table. Grandma and Yaya were a study in opposites. One in pastel with tasteful pearls, the other one in bright, bright colors and a dozen gold bangles on her wrists. The lamb was joined by the ham and there were two string bean side dishes. An aunt on dad's side would always try the avolemino and make a face and the Greek aunts would insult her in a language she didn't understand. All the Americans were feeling awkward with all the energetic crossing and loud talk about God on his big day. 
Our parents never explained early on why there were two Easter's and I'm not sure I ever asked when I was small. Everybody didn't celebrate like that. But in time, my American friends asked questions. What was this second Easter? You mean real Easter? Ma would shout. My mother finally explained that Orthodox Christians always celebrate Easter after Passover because Jesus went to Jerusalem with the disciples to celebrate this important Jewish holiday. So how could Easter be celebrated before Passover? It makes sense. I never wanted to get into the arguments my mother's cousins would instigate over what was involved in making the decision about which day is actually the holy day. After Ed and I got married, we decided on one Easter, the Greek one, because he and his dad and my dad were fine with that. And then last month, as I was pondering topics for the Holy Week podcast, Ed suggested I explain why there are two Easters. And here I am with my head spinning. So, buckle up. I'm not going to get into all the complex calculations that go into figuring out Eastern Orthodoxy in the West, because I'm not an astronomer. And the more you wade into the mathematics, the less sense it makes. So I'm going to keep it simple. But I have included articles on our sources page at StealthGreek.com that get into the nitty-gritty, if that's your thing. The dates for Easter, according to Panos Ansaklis of the University of Notre Dame, are determined based on both lunar and solar calendars, and on ancient rules that are interpreted differently by the Eastern and Western churches. One major point involving the Easters is the use of different calendars by the two major branches of Christianity, the Eastern Church, or Orthodoxy, and the Western Church. The Western Church includes Catholic and the various Protestant churches, not because they have the same ideas about worshiping, but because they share the same calendar and calculation of Easter. Orthodoxy uses the Julian calendar, named after Julius Caesar, which was standard from 45 BC throughout the Roman Empire. It was used during the life of Jesus, as well as during the early years of the Christian church. It was based on the solar cycle, so Earth passes around the sun. The Western churches use the Gregorian calendar, which was presented by Pope Gregory in 1582 to correct some of the inaccuracies of the Julian calendar. It's also a solar calendar that evolved from a Roman lunar calendar, and it's the calendar we use today in everyday life. Most of the West accepted the Gregorian calendar in the 16th century because the Pope. Eastern churches stayed with the Julian for determining church holidays because of tradition. In the early years, when the Julian calendar was the only calendar in town, it seems Christians celebrated the resurrection all different times of the year. Nobody was printing those little calendars letting everybody know when the holiday was. Hey, the printing press wouldn't be invented for over a thousand years. And Christians were scattered all over the place. It's easy to see where all the confusion came from. To begin with, the Gospels have conflicting reports on when Jesus was crucified. According to GoArch.org, the website for the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of America, Matthew, Mark, and Luke all state that the Last Supper shared by Jesus and his disciples was the Passover meal. So according to these accounts, Jesus died the day after Passover. But the Gospel according to John says Jesus died, quote, at the very hour the Paschal lambs were sacrificed for Passover, meaning Jesus died on Passover. 
This created a one-day difference in celebrating Easter depending on which gospel a particular church community adhered to. In Asia Minor, the crucifixion was observed on the same day as Passover. Easter was celebrated two days later because he rose on the third day according to the scriptures. It didn't matter what day of the week it was. Passover was a moving holiday, and still is, and so was Easter at that time. Passover, of course, was being calculated by the Jewish calendar, which is lunisolar, which means it's determined by the positions of both the sun and the moon. In the West, Sunday was always the day to celebrate Easter because it was the first day of the week. But Easter was still calculated following the first moon after Passover, according to the Jewish calendar. Goarch, Metropolitan Makadios of the Orthodox Church of Kenya, and others claimed calculations went haywire after the Jewish uprising against Rome in Jerusalem in 70 CE. The Jews were driven out of Jerusalem and became scattered as they sought safe havens. It was difficult to properly share the calculations of the Jewish calendar with each other, so much so that different colonies of the Jewish diaspora were celebrating Passover on different days. As the date for Passover shifted around, many Christians stopped relying on the date. So supposedly massive chaos calculating Easter, which was already kind of a mess because it still involved the Julian calendar, which was inaccurate to begin with. So Christians were celebrating Easter at all different times and adapting or neglecting some other church traditions. Finally, Christian bishops came together in 325 to form the Nicene Council to create unification in the church, including when Easter was observed. The council decreed Easter would be celebrated universally on the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring solstice. Because the vernal moon, which is the first moon of the spring equinox, determines when Passover is celebrated. So the 19th council decided to celebrate Easter the first Sunday after the vernal full moon. Then, according to John Fotopoulos, an associate professor of New Testament at St. Mary's College in Indiana, somehow the Alexandria calendar of Egypt got involved in the calculations because their calendar was considered more accurate. And I'm out of here. It just continues to get more confusing. A thousand years later, here comes Pope Gregory, using the most up-to-date understanding of solar cycles, the spring solstice, and so on, or as accurate as the 16th century could be. So Pope Gregory's astronomers came up with a more accurate yet still flawed calendar. As a result, says Emmanuel Marcus of the Berlin Spectator, Western Easter is sometimes scheduled before Passover, which does not seem to make sense historically. Meanwhile, the Jewish calendar returned as a unifying force for Judaism and has remained unchanged since 900 CE. The calendar includes the addition of an extra month every two or three years to keep everything lined up with the lunar and solar positions. So, back to the 16th century. Pope Gregory asked the Orthodox ecumenical patriarch at the time, Jeremiah II, to put his stamp of approval on a new calendar. But the patriarch refused. He even wrote an encyclical letter to all the Orthodox churches against it. Why? Maybe the Gregorian calendar's conflict with Passover? Maybe the Orthodox were still smarting after the fall of Constantinople, which was weakened considerably years before the Ottoman conquest by the Crusades, where Catholic knights spent more time raping and pillaging their fellow Christians 
than taking back the Holy Lands. Could be. I'm still kind of pissed. The vernal equinox weighs heavily in the Easter calculations for both churches. This is the first day of spring. The Orthodox Church fixed the equinox on March 21st. The Gregorian calendar is April 3rd, which seems late. I'm so confused. So because of this, Eastern Orthodoxy falls between April 4th and May 8th, and in the Western churches, Easter falls between March 22nd and April 25th. Are you dizzy yet? There are so many crazy calculations involved in all this. I wonder if the astrologers through the ages were just pranking us. In 1923, some of the Orthodox churches met up in Constantinople and decided to adopt the Gregorian calendar for most religious dates, accepting the most sacred of all which is Easter. This is why Orthodox and Western churches now celebrate Christmas at the same time. Except for a few Orthodox churches like the Greek Old Calendarists, the Russians, uh, who still celebrate Christmas according to the Julian calendar. And as the years go on, the Julian and Gregorian calendars are falling more and more out of sync. The times when both Easters coincide will become increasingly rare. The Orthodox have stuck to the Julian calendar partly because it was the calendar that existed during the Nicene Council when the unification of church practices was first attempted. And to the insistence that Easter cannot be celebrated before or on the same day as Passover because, as we said, the Gospels tell us the reason Jesus went to Jerusalem was to celebrate Passover. Greeks call Easter Pascha, which in Greek means Passover, giving us a connection to God sparing the Jews from death in Egypt by the blood of the Lamb. Jesus as the Messiah is now sparing us from spiritual death by his blood. So not a connection Orthodox are willing to sacrifice to come to a common date. Okay, now as I'm mucking through all of the explanations, everybody in these articles starts talking about Paschal cycles. The East has a 19-year cycle the West, an 84-year cycle, and honestly, I don't know what these people are even talking about. I thought the Paschal cycle, and there are some articles that back me up, was the 10 weeks before and the 7 weeks after Easter. Like, you start preparing for Lent, the weeks of Lent, Easter, and then you go on until Pentecost. But I found a couple of explanations about the Paschal cycles determining Easter far into the future. After much seeking online and a few too many cookies eaten in aggravation, I found this on GoArk in an article called Dating Pascha in the Orthodox Church by our friend Panos Ansaklis. He writes that the Paschal cycles was seen as an alternative to using Passover to calculate Pascha or Easter. Maybe this was following the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 CE when the Jewish calendar became unreliable in their eyes. But I still don't understand what the Paschal Cycles are or how they're calculated. Professor Ansakli's explanation is better than anything else I found, so I'm going to read it, and if you understand it, explain it to me. Each Paschal Cycle corresponded to a certain number of years. Depending on the number of years in the cycle, the full moon occurred on the same day of the year as at the beginning of the cycle with some exceptions. The more accurate the cycle, the less frequent were the exceptions. In the East, a 19-year cycle was eventually adopted, whereas in the West, an 84-year cycle. The use of two different Paschal cycles 
inevitably gave way to differences between the Eastern and Western churches regarding the observance of Pascha. Still doesn't explain it to me. Basically, I think all of these articles are telling us that people never figured out a calendar that made sense. And they all stick with the ones they have because, well, that's the way it's always been. And now we'll dazzle you with a megaton of wacky calculations so you don't bother us with asking any more questions. In recent times, Eastern and Western churches have been talking to each other about finding a common date for Easter so all of Christianity can celebrate together, which is, right? Yeah. You don't see Ramadan celebrated one month in part of the Islamic world and two months later in other countries, even though Islam has different sects. Same for the Jewish holidays. Why can't Easter happen one day every year? During the Second Vatican Council of 1963, so when our grandparents or great-grandparents were in their prime, there was an announcement issued that stated, the Vatican's position has been that if the Eastern Christians agree on a way to determine a common date for Easter, the Catholic Church would accept it. The Second Vatican Council wanted to fix the date for the second Sunday every April. But looking at the calendars for Passover, between 2023 and 2027, half the time, Passover falls after the second Sunday of April. That makes no sense to Orthodox Christians. So the two sides didn't find an answer, and even the Catholic Church kept the feast according to the Gregorian calendar. Metropolitan Makarios blames both the Orthodox Church for not taking into account the error found in the Julian calendar and the Western Church for the same regarding the Gregorian calendar. My question is, why don't we all just have Easter a couple of days after Passover since that at least references scripture? I'm sure everybody at the Ministries of Astronomy would argue all the calculations with me. But if Christianity itself requires a leap of faith, why can't we apply that to the calendar as well? Marcus says in frustration, science seems to be influencing religion and calculating dates. Look, the Gospels were written well after the crucifixion, and we take it on faith, even though oral traditions before they are written down are known to be variable. What the heck with the vernal equinox, paschal cycles, moon phases, and so on? The World Council of Churches and the Middle East Council of Churches, which are both made up of many different Christian denominations, met in Syria in 1997. They met to discuss a variety of topics, including bringing the churches together with a common date for Easter. They were hoping to follow the example of the Nicene Council and set Easter on the Sunday following the first vernal moon, with updated astrological calculations. For some reason, this seemed to involve calculating a feast date as part of some complicated formula involving the meridian of Jerusalem, Jerusalem being where everything happened. Um, but there's no explanation to me of how that works into the calculations. But the point, Inez Merzaku says in her article in the National Catholic Register, is that by celebrating the Feast of Easter on separate dates, Eastern and Western Christians dilute and divide the Christian message. I think it's a good idea to celebrate on the same day. But I've always also felt that the Easter Bunny and all that rigmarole was more of a dilution of the message, as much as I love that candy-carrying rabbit. It's a relief to celebrate away from that stuff. But we can't allow the nonsense to keep us from coming together to a consensus. As cited by Esfiostu 
Pamphilo, a Greek historian of Christianity who lived at that time, even the ancients of the original one church during the Nicene Council, quote, resolved by the united judgment of all present that this Easter might be kept by all and in every place on one and the same day, because what can be more honorable than this feast from which we date our hopes should be observed unfailingly by all alike? What would those early church fathers be thinking now? Well, it couldn't possibly be worse than what they think of folks who preach hatred and division in the churches. Pope John Paul II spoke on a common Easter in 2001. 20 years later, in 2021, Catholic Cardinal Kurt Koch and Orthodox Archbishop Job Getcha of Talmessos, acting as liaisons between the churches, began discussions again in the search for a common date for Easter. According to Murzaku, Archbishop Getcha suggested 2025 was the year to make the move. Both Orthodox and Western Church calendars will be aligned to celebrate Easter the same day. And it will be the 1,700-year anniversary of the meeting of the Nicene Council. Will it happen? The Catholic Church is actively seeking it. Dr. Louis J. Patsovos, a professor of canon law at Holy Cross Orthodox School of Theology, says, If anything, this review of the complexity surrounding the issue of the date of Pascha underscores the compelling need to revisit it with patience and openness. Metropolitan Makarios of Kenya advocates new standards of accuracy be sought and affected and says the disparate dates will continue until that happens. According to Fotopoulos, an unnamed representative from the Moscow Patriarchate says Orthodox calculation of Easter is a dogmatic issue. No, it's not. And to depart from it means to lose touch with Orthodox tradition. Really? Well, it's only been 450-odd years since the Eastern and Western churches started uh, celebrating different Easters, which, when you think about it, is a tradition dating back to the earliest days of the church because they couldn't communicate easily and come up with a feasible plan until 325. Now they can FaceTime. If it's astronomical accuracy we're after, why don't we just contact NASA? But again... I don't know if all those scientific calculations are the point. Why do we make things complicated? If we're following scripture, follow scripture to make the date. And while we're at it, love others as we love ourselves, treat others as we wish to be treated, and quit being so dang judgy of everybody just because they're different from you. Happy belated Easter to the Western churches. Kari Anastasi to the Orthodox churches celebrating this coming Sunday. Blessed Passover, blessed Ramadan. And to everyone who worships differently or who doesn't worship, blessed, safe, and prosperous spring. Greek Like Me is a stealth Greek production. This episode was written, researched, and narrated by me, your host, Pamela Diades Wood. Our producer, photographer, and post-production editor is Douglas John. Ed Gill helped with the research. Visit our website at stealthcreek.com for resources, photos, links, and more. Please rate, like, and subscribe. It helps us to get noticed so we can keep making content about Greeks and Greek culture. You can also find us on Facebook at Greek Like Me. Our Instagram is Greek underscore like underscore me. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Yes.